Maxi steps into a long three and hits it. Just when he needs a bucket, Tyrese Maxi delivers. Hey everybody, before we get to today's episode of Hoops and Cards, I want to give three quick shout outs. Number one is to Anchor. That's everything we need in a platform to produce a podcast and get it out to the world. All of my editing and recording tools right there on the Anchor app. And maybe it's your turn now to get started in a podcast. Go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today to get started. Also want to let you know that we are part of the Basketball Forever podcast network bf pods on instagram check it out just recently launched with the beginning of the new nba season basketballforever.com love it for you that are into basketball card collecting and investing already take that next step and join hoops plus today you can go to anchor.fm forward slash hoops and cards forward slash subscribe or you can check in our show notes but that gets you more content another podcast you're a legit supporter of this show and prize opportunities every month. So Hoops Plus, want to shout out to you guys that are already a part of that. Thank you for supporting the show. And now without further delay, let's get to it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. Happy Wednesday night. This is Gary. Glad you're with us to uh, talk about the NBA basketball card collectors and investors thank you so much for tuning in however you found our podcast we are grateful we are a part of the basketball forever podcast network newly launched and i would encourage you to check out bf pods on instagram or basketball forever on instagram basketballforever.com it is a great site you guys uh that follows all different aspects of basketball culture 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 basketball culture i like am in a silly mood tonight so you're going to love this because uh, we, we got a lot to talk about here as uh, the NBA season starts cranking and uh, I've got a new top 20 list. Every so often I'm going to give a top, top 20 players to invest in. And when I say every so often, I'm like revising it every week. You may have heard the countdown of the top 30 that we did on our podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, did several episodes that way and I want to keep that current. I want to as players move up and down the rankings, as guys get hurt or guys come back from injury, and man, some of them come back from injury. Damian Lillard, welcome back. Oh, it's so great to see him doing his thing. Dame got a Dame, 41, and then 41, and then what, another 32? And uh, yeah, so my top 20. In fact, why don't we just get after it, right? I had uh, one of you reach out and say, you like that I don't mess around, that I just, I just get straight to it. And, uh, may, you know, talk about things you need to know as a card collector and investor. The things I'm going to say about each player as I run down this top 20 is uh, a little bit of a current update for them and also related to their cards. But all that falls under the umbrella of, hey, guys, it is the first week or the second week. And, and I want to clarify a couple things. Number one, cards, basketball cards. You may be excited and you might want to spend, spend, spend. Ooh, there's new select basketball for 22 and 23. Ooh, I can get the new select Io Desunmu tricolor numbered to blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, you can if you would like to overpay or if you want to enter into a break. Some of you guys watching that first off the line stuff, I think it's a lot of fun to watch. I just don't have good luck with it and I never get really good ROI. That's return on investment, not rookie or in international player that's <laughs> return on investment come on uh so you might be excited about chasing players and you might see ja morant score 49 
or a huge night from Desmond Bain with 38, or like my guy Tyrese Maxey, finally had what I would consider a breakout game. It was good to see him start to play like the Tyrese Maxey that I remember, even though I don't know that it turned out so well for Philadelphia tonight. They still copped an L. They still lost, but Tyrese Maxey, 31 points in 43 minutes. Six assists, five rebounds, four of eight from downtown. Uh, Love him and his contribution. But uh, uh, the Raptors just are a very hard team to match up against. They have six, call it seven guys, that can just do a bit of everything. And tonight marked the return of Chris Boucher. I mean, Chris Boucher. Yeah, they, they they have a lot of guys. So Gary Trent Jr., congrats on your big night, but you did not make my top 20 here. Uh, without further ado, are my top 20 players. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go fast through these. So so take notes or just hit refresh and listen to it all over again. Number one and remaining number one on my list is Ja Morant. He looks incredible. The 49-point game was huge. He turned out big in big moments. In fact, if you play daily fantasy sports, you might want might to add Ja to your roster when he's playing on national TV or he's playing against like a challenge team where he's going to be featured like it's Ja against Kyrie. Oh man, does he rise to the occasion. He's still number one. I still think you can find good deals on Ja Morant cards. Uh, the prices on some of his Prism rookies are still fantastic. But uh, but again, I think those of us that bought in on Ja a few weeks ago are doing even better. He is one of the few players that I would say that that his cards are going up. The demand is really strong for Ja, and he'll be the guy that this weekend when I go to that card show at Tozy's, is it Tozy's? Tozy's sounds like uh, tickle my Tozy's. <laughs> like I, I I don't know. I I just know when I go to the card show, there will be very few Ja Morants, and whatever we see is going to be high priced. So he's still number one. Number two, even though his team is struggling, LeBron James has come out the gate strong, and he's still one of the best overall investments in the hobby. That all the records are in front of him as far as breaking the all-time scorer at some point this year. But the Lakers really have to make a move. I think if I think if the Lakers slide less into December and they're not making a trade and they're still the punchline of nobody can shoot a jumper in, in L.A. unless they're in a Clippers uniform, like uh, it's going to hurt LeBron. I could see him moving down eventually, just a little bit, because these top five players, even the top seven, I could have picked any one of these and made a case for what a good investment they are like now or long term. So let's get to number three. Number three. Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards. Now he's had a couple of rough games, but he's also been dominant in the other two or three games that he's played. Uh, I think everybody in the hobby and just anticipates him having a breakout season. So that's on the table for him, but he's got to get along with Carl Towns. He's got to stop. Just here's the thing. He's got to keep being himself, right? But uh, I think Minnesota is one of those teams that they've made some moves in the off season. They've got some new, lineup changes and approaches uh Rudy Gobert does shake a lot of things up so in in the in a good way they just got to figure out okay how much do we need Anthony Edwards to score and will it be enough for his enigmatic personality but let me get to number four Giannis Antetokounmpo moves up he took a step up one spot to the fourth spot uh his first game 44 points in 35 minutes he looks like the MVP again very strong player uh cards very investable I got Maybe you, you can buy some of his cheaper, like Prestige or uh, Panini rookie cards, uh, I, the NBA hoops or his Prism. Those are going to be available, affordable 
in comparison now to what they'll be all-star game and playoffs, still a good time to buy in on Giannis. And he's one of the goats that I like to have at least a couple cards of. Number five, moving down a spot, but not his fault. It's Stephen Curry. He's scoring a ton, playing well, but he doesn't need to carry his team. He has so many other weapons, and and they're going to ease into this season as well. I, I put Steph Curry at five. He could have easily been number two, for all I care. Uh, let's get to number six, Luka Doncic. He stays at number six. MVP numbers, and he's getting some good contributions from Christian Wood and Spencer Dinwiddie. So uh, at, at the same time, Dallas, I don't know that they're a playoff team, and I don't need to say that every episode. So let's move on to the Joker. He's number seven, staying at seven. Denver playoff run this season will finally get him some fame. And uh, Michael Porter Jr. looks good, people, making his shots. Bones Highland bringing that energy and points off the bench, and Jamal Murray is healthy but not awesome yet. We need a breakout night, Jamal. Can you, can you like, get on that? That'd be sweet because that's going to help the Joker. It's going to help your playoff seeding. Number eight, this guy, I think, took the biggest jump of anybody in my top 20 players to invest in right now. Top 20 updated rankings. Tyrese Halliburton moves from number 11, I believe, up here to number eight. Maybe it was 12 to eight. He's already arrived, people. His first three games averaging 26 points a game, 10 assists with killer percentages. I moved him up to eight because I think that's what his cards are going to do over the course of this season. I think they're going to move up. So he's still in the category of, you know, a guy that I'm trying to find uh silver or red cracked ice or numbered rookies from him that are well centered and and guys I can send it in for $30 value at PSA or I can send it in at $18 at PSA and and really find out hey uh by looking under a magnifying glass and holding that that uh card up to the light from all angles thank you Brett for showing off your amazon.com uh magnifying glass that helps you figure that stuff out but you got to you got to scour that card because if that Halliburton does a 10, uh, that, that silver or that orange cracked ice you bought or that optic blue velocity, I think that would go from the $30 or $40 range to $250 or $300, like, like, just like that. Just as soon as you get it back from PSA, sell it. Uh, but he's an all-star. I, I, I'm very comfortable saying that. I don't think Indiana's going to be great. But I do think he will turn some heads. Another guy. So well, let's get to number nine. Moving up four spots, Jason Tatum. Does dude look awesome or what? Playing as, as well as ever, and Boston looks downright scary. Uh, I don't have them winning at all yet. I haven't replaced Milwaukee yet in my mind for the East. I think Boston's right there with them. Philadelphia's got some issues they got to work through. But, uh, but Boston looks good. Tatum looks good. And uh, he's a buy. I, I, I don't see why not. But any of these guys I would recommend as buys, I would say, that they're worth buying now or they're worth waiting till January to buy it or they're worth buying now. But remember, you're the buyer. You've got power. Cash is king. You don't have to, to pay what they're asking. And it's not insulting if you send an offer or you, you try to work a trade, you know, but be patient. That card that's not a good deal now, maybe two days from now, it'll be much cheaper on an auction on eBay after somebody else spends their, you know, their, their wealth, their cash is king on something premium priced. You get a steal. So number 10, dropping a couple spots, and I might even move him down a couple more in the next one, is Joel Embiid. The Sixers struggling out the gate. I believe they're 0-4 or 1-4. Yeah, they did beat the Pacers. So <laughs> They started 1-4, and and Embiid dribbles too much. He was the first couple games I've watched. He gets the ball too far away from the basket and then turns to face the basket and his defender and tr- then tries to turn himself into, like, 
little Tim Hardaway or little Damian Lillard and and take them to the hole. And it just looks weird, man. Like, Joel, I I don't know uh, what it's going to take to get all three of those studs, Embiid, Maxie, and Harden, firing on all cylinders. But I think they'll figure it out. It's just, dude, you're a center. Uh, you're an MVP candidate, but you haven't started out that way. And you've been in foul trouble. You've been banged up. I love his effort, man. I love that he's diving on the floor for loose balls. I love that he doesn't, you know, doesn't at times act like a seven foot tall dude. He just plays hard. Uh, but his card values are going to respond to what the Sixers do. And if he does make another MVP run, if it, if he doesn't, like, I know it's way too early. Like we should do a way too early things to not say, right? Don't even say who's in the MVP race right now. It's been like four games, bro. Like, let's move on. Number 11. This guy moved from not even in the rankings to number 11. Number 11 on Gary's top 20. Damian Lillard. Dame dollar, Dame time. Welcome back. All-star starter in the West. That's what I got. I mean, he's just on fire. I think he's one of the stories of the first two weeks of the NBA season. And shout out to all you guys in Portland, out in Oregon. Nick. Uh, yeah. You, your, your son, you guys collect cards together. I think that's incredible. Um, Portland looks good. Uh, I'm so impressed with all their pieces, parts, and how they're fitting together so far. Adding Jeremy Grant what, like, could look like one of the best additions of the entire offseason. And then, man, was that nice to see Anthony Simons finally go off for 22 points in the third quarter the other night. Hello, like if those two, Simons and Lillard, but the point I'm saying about Lillard is, yeah, yeah, his 2012 prism and his 2012 hoops and just about any Lillard card right now is in my watch list I haven't bought any I've exchanged some offers I've probably offended some people but I'm I, I don't really care like I don't know them they have they, they make up fake names for their eBay account anyway so I don't know you I'm just going to offer you what I'm willing to pay right now we can go back and forth but um, I'm really not paying based on what the highest comps are from the last three months. I'm paying what I want to pay for a card or I'm not buying it. Like no offense, uh, but Lillard's number 11 and I could see him jumping and bead. And that may be about it. Let's go to number 12, Trey young dropping two spots. He's sharing time and hobby love with DeJounte enough said. I mean, they've also got Deandre Hunter and super sleeper Anyeka Akangwu playing well in every single game. It's only a matter of time before the hobby recognizes to get the Akongwus out the dollar box. They don't belong there. Uh, but they'll probably only move those out of the dollar box when he starts taking more shots and getting more minutes. He's one of those guys that like gets 18 to 22 minutes a night and walks out of every game with like a double-double. 12 points, 10 boards, you know, a couple blocks. That's awesome for your fantasy team. Uh, but he needs to score more to get some hobby love. Um, and I think they, they're depending on his development for Atlanta future playoff runs. Let's get to number 13, a guy that's dropped four spots, not because he's any less of a great player and goat candidate. It, it's just because he started out and he's like, in comparison to Damian Lillard, who is healthy, who is turning it on Kawhi Leonard, not ready for starters minutes. Not ready for a lot of shots just yet. So when he does, then I'll move him up the list. Uh, this is not a like best investments of all time. This is a like right now as of October 26th or whatever today is when you're listening to this, uh, if it's close to October 26th. But Kawhi Leonard moved him down a few spots. Uh, I, I just, I can't go with putting money into his cards. But at the same time, uh, his any of these 2012 rookies that I can find a decent buy on a PSA 9, 
the the prism Kawhi Leonard I'm I'm still like I got my eyes open all right number 14 is KD okay Deezy Foshizy Brooklyn like he's the one like you can count on in Brooklyn to play well and contribute every night I can't I can't tell you Kyrie's shooting percentage I can't tell you which Joe Harris or Seth Curry you're gonna get I can't tell you if they remember who Cam Thomas is earth to Steve Nash like when Paul at NoOffseason.com says you got to look at Cam Thomas, Steve, that's your cue. Play Cam Thomas a bit more, okay? We've got some of his orange laser hollows sitting over there on my shelf. I need Cam to get his shots. Uh, I'm just tongue-in-cheek here a little bit. Cam's one of my, like, where did he go, fellas, so far? There's not many of you right now. He's like he's like with Darius Garland. I, I miss seeing you on the court. Uh, let's go to number 15, Jalen Brown. JB, actually, he moved up um, last week on my chart. He usually starts the season hot, and I would say short-term flip, but look for the 2016 Optic PSA 10 for Jalen Brown. For like 50 bucks or less, it just feels too good to be true. Jalen Brown is going to have a lot of good, long playoff runs in the next few years, and I'm going to talk a bit uh, after our break about the power of PSA 10s, especially when it comes to guys like Jalen Brown. Number 16, Donovan Mitchell, Donnie Mitchie. Spider Darius Garland's injury moved Mitchell to the point. Like they actually started him at the point tonight and put Lavert at the two. Um, Mitchell didn't score as much, but the Cavs won and he facilitated. In the first few games, Mitchell scored a ton, and uh, he at least has my attention. I haven't bought any cards. Like I'm doing full disclosure here. I just think there's a good opportunity uh, moving forward, and Mitchell looks like an All Star for sure. Number seventeen. But he could move down, and the next one is Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham, he's playing he's playing well, like a well-rounded game, but he's not scoring a ton, and I'm not sure if he's the number one option in their offense. They are trying to figure out, man, we got Bogdanovich now. We got we want to get Sadiq Bey a lot of shots. We got Jaden Ivey. Um, you know, they are trying to figure stuff out. I know they, they want to build around Cade, but it's it's not a good start so far for Cade Cunningham. Number 18, Zion Williamson, Z Willie from New Orleans. Zion is back and then he's not. He's back and then he's not. And it's a rear back, rear hip bruise or a, a butt sore. Like what happened to you, Z? Uh, when he's on the court, he's been powerful, um, productive. He scored. He scored some points. He's made us think, man, maybe I should. I should have held on to that iconic Zion Prism card. But um, no urgency. On on my part to say, man, this guy's healthy and he's going to make a big playoff run. And he's going to be the you know great investment. Like I actually anticipate moving him down the list for another reason or two, but I'll say those in a minute. Number nineteen, Devin Booker. The scoring star cards could keep falling with Suns flops. I have this, I have this like little square in my notes that I'm supposed to fit all of my comments on a player in, so it doesn't even feel like a sentence. Devin Booker, scoring star cards could keep falling with Suns flops. Yeah, if they keep losing games that they should win, and uh, he's certainly a great shooter, but he's already attained a certain level of success in the league. Like, we're used to seeing regular season greatness from you, Dev. We need to see, like, killer instinct. We need to see you take over in playoff series, and it's going to be a while before that happens, so I'm not buying in, but long-term, yeah, and short-term, good deals. Just saying uh, the upside, I'm not sure when that's going to come around. Whereas for this next player... Uh, dude, you have my attention. Number 20 wasn't ranked before, but number 20 now is Brandon Ingram from New Orleans. Dominant player on NBA's most improved team so far. Now, if you're a Utah Jazz fan, you're going like, what? 
Like, did the Jazz lose yet? Like, they they started out with all these random pieces parts that all of a sudden are playing the best basketball of their lives, like Markinen and Kelly Olynyk and Michael Beasley and I don't know, is it Malik Malik Beasley? I can't even get the right Beasley, but Utah's still pulling it out. Mike Conley, Colin Sexton, they they're just man, I, I love that. I love that they're playing basketball. They don't players don't want to tank. Got it. They're all they all want to like show off what they can do so they can get dealt to New York in a few weeks, but or LA. But Brandon Ingram is about what does that have to do with the Jazz? Brandon Ingram is awesome. I'll talk about him more after the break. Guys that dropped out from the previous list. For now, Tyrese Maxey off my list. Now that ju- I just want you to know that shows how objective Gary how how like like thinking big picture about the league I'm trying to be. I'm doing this as a community service project for y'all. Whether you are Ricardo in Portugal whether you are Laszlo in Germany, Peter in Houston, Michael in Melbourne, wherever you guys are located, Terry in Kaga Falls, like I am doing this for you. So this isn't like, hey, Gary's favorite guys, like Terry's Maxi number one every week. You know, this is, I'm trying to be objective, top 20 guys that I think are investable right now for everybody. So not just guys I like, you know, I've got Steph in the top five. I've got Kevin Durant on my list. Can't stand the guy like, this isn't about who I like or not. This is about cards that I think are good investments and Tyrese Maxey off the list for about five minutes. He'll be back on next time. I guarantee it. Also dropped out LaMelo Ball. Dude's not back. Hornets might tank. Got Terry Rozier. Got all these random pieces parts. What What is LaMelo Ball going to be that Shea Gilgis Alexander isn't, which reminds me there's some players knocking on the door. So these are the guys that almost made the list, but didn't Jalen Green, DeJounte Murray, Anthony Davis playing really well. Shea Gilgis Alexander on fire. Keldon Johnson, Mr. Consistency and scoring. De'Aaron Fox over 34 points a game for his first few games. Anthony Simons, the forgotten man in the 2018 rookie class for cards. Paolo Bancaro looks awesome. Benedict Mathurin looks awesome. Desmond Bain, uh, you know, I, I might've had him on the list two weeks ago. He dropped off, had a few bad games. And now he's like, dude, get me back on the list. Like he buzzed me this week. Remember when we used to say buzzed. He sent me a beeper, like a text. No. Uh, so that's my list guys. My top 20 John Morant, still the bomb still delivering. I don't see that changing anytime soon, but I'm here to give you updates every week. Hey, after the break, I want to get to some investor tips. I have four investor tips to remember. And, some of these are Gary's reminders of things you may have heard. Some of these are like basketball card 101 stuff that we've talked about in the past. Some of it's new stuff that I'm processing. And guys, I always want to pass that stuff on to you as I try to do basketball cards on a budget. I try to collect guys I love, but also players and cards that I think are going to make me some money so that I can use that money to buy more cards of the guys I love. Like uh, I want to be real with you about what I'm seeing, what I'm processing, what things I'm not buying, what things I might buy, uh, what approach I'm taking or what research tools I'm using. And in fact, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll explain some of those things after this break. That's a high roller, dog. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. 
let us begin. Hey, we're here with the second part of today's Hoops and Cards episode. This is Gary giving a shout out to uh, old uh, uh, KRS-One back in the day when I was starting to follow the NBA and, and started to love the kind of music, too, that I would listen while I was shooting hoops in the driveway. I don't know what your basketball history is, but you just got a little glimpse into what uh, what mine was like as a basketball fan who loves to collect and invest cards. And I should probably tell you that that during the break, I checked tonight's box scores and I saw what some of the guys did. Cade Cunningham, I just want to apologize publicly. Dude, you were on fire tonight. Great job. Anthony Edwards, 34 points. Hello. Like, no question that uh, some of these guys who were the number one pick, they've got the talent. It's just how quickly will their teams turn things around and what other pieces pieces, parts do they need around them? You know, what things are really going to fit? So that was very encouraging, guys, to see some of those players and... uh, and what they're doing tonight, what Evan Mobley did on defense, it was just incredible, just bringing a lot back to the team. So, I, I oh, 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 guys, Jalen Noel, 23 points, 9 of 13 from the field, 21 minutes. He's one of my guys to watch, and he has yet to have a bad performance. He is like point-a-minute man for Minnesota. So, D'Angelo, stay healthy, or I might have to make a lot of money on your backups cards, if you know what I'm saying. A lot of guys still playing tonight, so... We're going to talk tonight about some investor tips. Maybe for you it's this morning, but some investor tips. And uh, these are are very random, okay? But this is just some of the stuff, the things that I'm learning, decisions that I'm making. Here's number one. We have talked on this show before about this is from an investor perspective. If I'm buying a card that I think part of the reason I'm buying it is because one day, this will be worth more money than it is right now. One day I'll find a buyer who will pay me twice as much or three times as much. Or maybe you are a little bit more modest and realistic and you're like, maybe 20% as much. Hey, you'd settle for $10 more, right? Depending on what you're paying for that card. Well, as you search for cards, as you buy cards, and as you notice what other people are buying and selling, uh, it's it's continually impressing upon me and others who are in this hobby regularly that a card that is desirable will have something excellent about it. It's going to be very limited print. It's going to be in incredible condition. It's going to be autographed. There's going to be something special, special about that card. And when people hear raw, I mean, I guess I'd have to see the card to decide if it's special. But when people hear PSA 9, I mean, I guess it's like it's in a case and depending on what card or what year it was. But here's the deal. PSA 10 cards are very, very liquid, you guys. Very, very transactable. Lots of people searching for, buying, and selling PSA 10 cards. So if I'm looking to buy especially a base card of any of those players I mentioned today, and in fact, I... This past week and a half, I looked at Brandon Ingram's. I looked at Damian Lillard's. I bought a Brandon Ingram. It's, uh, you know, the guy that's telling us not to rush to buy stuff. He bought a Brandon Ingram PSA 10 prism, but it was because I negotiated a just killer, killer deal on the card. And, and you know, maybe the guy paid less for it anyway. But I PSA 10s, if you search on market movers, in fact, I did that this week. I compared like six or seven different Brandon Ingram cards. Six or seven Damian Lillard cards. Silvers, select tricolors, you know, the whole gamut, the whole range, the whole myriad, the whole, the whole plethora, bevy of options for Brandon Ingram rookie cards. 
And the the card that had the most buys, sales, and the widest range was the PSA 10 base card. Let me say that again. The PSA 10 base card. And so here's my hypothesis. Here's my idea, right? I'm going to go in with a buying season mentality of if I can get a great deal on a card, and I'm not doing it because I want that card to sit on a shelf for five years. Like I could do that with an Ingram rookie because he's going to be a good player for five years. I believe it, right? I, I bought it though knowing there's a range and knowing there's a lot of sales happening. That was market movers, what did that for me. So I'm using that as a tool. I also use card ladder sometimes as well. Both are very strong. Right now with uh, sportscardinvestor.com, if you want their market movers subscription, they have three different levels, all right, of a monthly subscription to market movers. It's a great resource. It's a great research. It's, it's a great app that I actually use on my phone to keep, my, keep track of my major cards in my collection. And uh, if you use the code like hoops and cards, H-O-O-P-S-A-N-D-C-A-R-D-S, you know the deal. You'll get the first month for a dollar. Love that deal. Thank you, Sports Card Investor. Market Movers, sign up with the promo code hoops and cards. PSA 10s are more liquid. Investor tip number two, playoff players have more upside. I know that's not rocket science, but in a world where we want to chase after Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green and Paolo, dude lit it up tonight. Like when Paolo's rookies comes out, man, that guy is going to be a hot card to get until everybody realizes, okay, we've all got one now and Orlando's still stuck in lottery land. I know that's Victor, Victor, what do you call it? Victory less for Victor. I don't know. Like they, they're, they're going to lose a lot of games. They're 0-5, so they know what they're doing. But playoff players just have more upside because they can count on all the anticipation leading towards the playoffs. And then that first round or two, all those guys. So the Jason Tatums, not only the superstars, but the, the role players, the young rookies. I mean, I mentioned Jalen Noel. Or I think of Grant Williams for Boston. Players that you know are going to have some big moments or some chances to, to shine out in the playoffs. And uh, so as much as I might like Devin Vassell or De'Aaron Fox or you know, Trey Mann, I've got to think, hey, wait a minute. Uh, if it's a larger purchase, I've got to go towards the larger upside and the chance to sell in the playoffs, okay? Number three, RPAs have more value long-term. RPAs, that is rookie patch auto. Thank you very much. Good night, New York. Rookie patch autos. That's a card that's that player's first year. It's got a piece of a jersey. If it's game-worn, great. If it's not, it's still a patch of something. And it's numbered usually. Rookie patch autos have more value long-term. I'm a little bit picky with those. I like to go for National Treasures or uh, Immaculate, Impeccable, or Prism. Maybe even I'll mix in a select. I'm not afraid to go into that select territory, but there's some of these other ones that, that are still nice looking, uh, Obsidian, uh, Spectra, but Rookie Patch Autos. And you can find some nice Rookie Patch Autos of 2016 Superstars, 2017, 2018. They have more value long-term because that autograph card comes built in. So check that out if you're looking at getting an Anthony Simons anytime soon. Number four, select just dropped and I don't care. Now, I think the cards are cool. I even watch some of the breaks, like go on to Whatnot or go on to YouTube, Pac-Man, Leighton Cards. I, I love you all. Like, it's fun to watch. Uh, the Hobby Box first off the line, very fun. But it's just one more card of last year's rookies. <laughs> it is one more Santi Aldama base rookie that I'm not going to buy. 
I might get into it in the autograph cards. There, there might be some great cards, but right now, if you get select, you're paying a premium for them. Remember, paying high for the new product uh, isn't worth it unless you're going to grade something and sell it. Number five, um, auctions and low offers all day. Let me say it again. At first, I thought it said auditions. If you'd like to audition for Hoops and Cards on our next broadcast, sometimes I go into broadcaster mode because I'm using these new headphones and I can hear myself inside inside the studio what I sound like. And I'm a little bit entertained by, by it, to be honest with you. Um, it auctions and low offers all day. Buyers, you have the power. Sellers, I'm sorry to break it to you. Um, but you also don't have to sell to us, right? It, it's just it's just that that time right now when people are still all in with football. And some might be gradually drifting over to basketball, but a lot of them are thinking football, college football, soccer World Cup, World Series, Yankees got swept, you know, that kind of thing. So auctions and low offers. Buyers, you have the power. Number six, don't, don't buy anything you're not willing to hold till February. That's a big one. Only buy stuff you're willing to hold until February. Because in, in a month, you're $30. It's going to be worth 30 bucks. And a month from now, it'll be worth 30 bucks. But if you buy right now, and say like a few weeks ago, you bought a LaMelo Ball Rookie, it's not worth what it was two weeks ago when you bought it because LaMelo's hurt. Now, granted, you want to hold on to it for a little while. When he comes back, it's, it'll probably go back up a little bit, right? Uh, there will be some more anticipation of that. I'm just saying, when I buy a card, I think, all right, this could be a short-term profit. I might buy it and then list it on eBay or put it up on my, you know, yeah, my Discord group. Hey, by the way, we have a Hoops and Cards Discord group that uh, I'd love for you to join. This is your your time to jump in and be a part of the community. It's not just listen to Gary talk and move on with life. Like we got, we got a lot of friends. I want you to meet all my friends in the Discord. Message me uh, on Instagram at Hoops and Cards and say, dude, get me in the Discord, or just type like, dude, Discord done and I'll, I'll send you a link to get you in there we have all kinds of great conversations about cards we're buying cards we're not buying deals we got uh questions we have about grading or about different rookie cards that are out or players that we're looking at so love for you to join the discard message me on instagram at hoops and cards don't buy anything you're not willing to hold till february at least till february 5th because that's Paul's birthday or you want to go till the all-star break i don't blame you but uh, buy cards you're willing to hold and then number seven is just a basic reminder to think about the four G's. The four G's, okay? George Gervin, no. The four G's are <laughs> good, wait, let me start at the bottom. Guesses, goods, greats, and goats. Think about your card portfolio, your card collection. It is fun for me. It's just fun to have a little bit of everything. So with the goats category, I got some LeBrons, I got some Jordans. I bought a Kobe rookie that I can't decide if it's worth grading because some of those 96 tops, they're a little bit wonky with the corners, you know, but I'm probably going to send it in anyway because it's a Kobe rookie. So I'm going to do that. But I got some I got some goats. Then I've got some greats. Like if you look at my cards and the guys I'm trying to invest in, there's some great players on that on that shelf. I got some Luca. I got some Ja. I'm starting to consider him great, by the way. Maybe it's He's just like grandfathered in because it's 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 obvious it's happening. Um, Luca is becoming great. Who are your great players that you're looking at? The Giannis Antetokounmpo's, and then some good players. The guys that are on their way to an All Star team. The Darius Garland is good. Chris Middleton is good. Not popular in the hobby, but 
I can't make you like the players I like. There's a lot of really good players worth looking at, worth investing in. Who are the guys that are on their way up that a change of scenery or just more playing time is going to make that guy uh, in his game and his card values probably pop? Um, very impressed with what Shea Gilgis-Alexander, De'Aaron Fox, and even tonight, Jalen Brunson. Like, New York, you got a real point guard. He's not just a serviceable starter. That guy is an excellent point guard. Jalen Brunson is the show, and he fits so well in there. Who are the good players you're investing? And then finally is the guesses. For me, that's the Santi Aldama on Memphis. Uh, it might even be Bull Bull for you. Do you see that? Bull Bull came back and uh, playing for the Orlando Magic. In fact, he swatted Evan Mobley. I saw this in the first half. I'm like, nobody swats Evan Mobley. Like, that's what Evan Mobley does to people. Bull Bull is back. He's still a thing. So if you if you put the Bull Bulls back in the dollar box, it's time to like go find those. Maybe set them aside because give him a couple of weeks. Bull Bull might be another, well, he might be another Bull Bull. The legend of Bull Bull is that uh, a few years ago during Summer League, he just had some awesome games and his cards like skyrocketed overnight. And NBA stars were talking about Bull Bull as the next great thing. So obviously the card market reacted. And then like, Two weeks later, the NBA season starts, and we never saw Bull Bull again. <laughs> like, I'm like, shoot. I was so proud of that, uh, that case hit that I had, or that my son pulled, that Bull Bull card that he's still sitting on. Um, not physically sitting on it. That's not good for cards. Take care of your cards, people. They're, they're not made of steel. Unless you've got one of those weird steel Donruss. I don't remember what those are called. Anyway, the four, the four Gs. I put, I put a couple of Gs. For each category that I like, my guesses right now are Aldama, Trey Mann, Trey Murphy the third. The good guys I'm looking at are obviously Ingram, Desmond Bain. I love Tyrese Maxey and, and Darius Garland. You all know that. The great players on my radar right now, John Morant, Damian Lillard, and the GOATs. I feel like it's Kobe time. Watch the Redeem team. Also, you'll want to know, guys, that uh, in a few weeks, actually less than two weeks, we've got a special episode where... I get to interview the writer and uh, director of an awesome movie about the sports card industry. I'm so pumped about it. Uh, we did the interview already, and uh, I can't say much more about it, but the movie is called Behind the Card, and the interview is with Chris Fitzgerald. Can't wait for that episode to release and for you guys to see the movie. It is so, so good. Couldn't help but tease it here. So, guys, that is all I got. Uh, I, I will be saying more about the bargain side of investing or the bargain collector in the next episode or two going to talk about dollar box diving i think that's a great way to find some rookies and to find some good deals now early in the season that's what i'm going to do actually this weekend is check into the dollar box and i want to give out some prizes is that cool so thank you for listening to hoops and cards by the way i want to give out some prizes to three of our listeners all right Three of our listeners, the first three of you to email me and to email me and guess or nominate guys like young players that we should be looking for in the dollar box. I've got a list of eight or 10 guys I'll be looking for. We're talking about guys that maybe the general dealer, the general sports card guy doesn't know, you know, that that rookie that you never heard of, he's actually playing a ton. He's actually rebounding or scoring a lot. He's starting now. Like, whatever, whatever the story is, Alperin, Shangun. Okay, you can't say Shangun because I just did. Whatever the guy is, he's a player that could catch on, and I'd rather buy him in the dollar box 
then wait three months and have him behind the glass case. And I'm going, dang it, I remember back then when all the Keldon Johnsons were over there. Now they're over here. All the Devin Vassells used to be over there. Now they're over here. Or I used to see a bunch of uh, numbered cards of that guy or autograph cards for $3, and now they're all like gone. Who are your dollar box dives? Give me some names. Email me, gary at hoopsandcards.com, gary at hoopsandcards.com. And what I will do, the first three people <clears throat> to email and correctly name or give me a better name, you know, to look for in the, in the dollar box this weekend. And guess what? I will, I'll go ahead and send you uh, at least two cards that I bought this weekend. Probably dollar box cards that you'll be like, dang, I can't believe you found that. I'm like, yeah, man. It was your idea. You deserve it, Hoops and Cards. This is about you, the listeners, the global movement of basketball card investors and collectors. So send me your dollar box deals, the guys I should be looking for that you're looking for uh, in the bargain bins over the course of your sports card investing. Or maybe it's your eBay, your whatnot, $1 deals, right? What players should we be looking for? Okay, Gary at HoopsandCards.com. Everybody, that's all I got. I got to get back to... uh, yeah, checking in on the rest of the NBA action tonight and uh, checking over my watch list. But uh, it, it is really a great time to be involved in the card market. I'd encourage you to go back to and listen to some of our previous episodes. If you're new to this, the Basketball Card 101 series is great for you as an investor, collector, or parent of a child, a son or daughter who's into this. Like, it's awesome to give you some background information. So... Guys, that's all we got for today. Thank you so much for listening. This has been uh, Gary with Hoops and Cards. Peace out. Hope you have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you soon. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?